Okay. Welcome to Arkadimi. This is Saratova Best. We're learning Bati Lagani. Tapshin Chafteis. This is Shchus Simchei Sacher Ben Saratova. Shnasat Slacha. Okay. Ten minute version. Bati Lagani, the Fritik Rebbe, of course, speaks about, I'm just going to give a very short very, very quick introduction, of course, speaks about this world as a Gan, Lagani, Laguduni, the place where the Shekhinah was in the very beginning. And, of course, we know that there were a number of Chatayim, there were seven different sins that caused the Shekhinah to go up, 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 seven different times. And in order to bring the Shekhinah, it's very simple. Unfortunately, you don't have to be a big Chacham to, to bring the Shekhinah, to push the Shekhinah out of the world. But to bring it back down, you have to be on quite a level, or at least at that time. So whoever it was that caused the Shekhinah to go up, it then took seven tzaddikim to bring the Shekhinah down. Actually, the Friedrich Rebbe does not say that uh, these different tzaddikim caused the Shekhinah to leave. But these different tzaddikim caused the Shekhinah to come back down. And, of course, we know that the seventh one, the, the level was from Rakia, 7 to 6, 6 to 5, 5 to 4, 4 to 3, 3 to 2, 2 to 1, and then from the lowest Shina, the lowest Rakia down to the earth, of course, was through Maishrabenu. Only Maishrabenu has the Kayach to do that most important one. Every other one is another step, 7 to 6, 6 to, 6 to 5. You can't even compare those two, boom from the lowest level, one, down to the world. That requires a very, very unique Avaita. And, of course, it requires the Kayach of being the seventh who is the beloved. It's not just, oh, okay, it's a number, but there's clearly a Kayach, as we know from Basi Lagani, that we heard all the years. Being the seventh generation means you have Kayachas that no other generation had, including as we see in practical life. You can do miraculous things and you feel like, uh, you feel like a pretty, um, not, um, not high level person, let's say that, and you wonder how you're able to create these miracles when other generations, they were really high, they were really people who did a very lofty avida, and yet Somehow they didn't always accomplish what you can accomplish on your kind of pretty pretty mundane level. How is that possible? It's possible that they had to really earn it on their own with their Avaida. And you just happen to be, so to speak, just happen to be, born into the right time where you're in which you're given superhuman kaichas because number seven seven is beloved, and you're the seventh generation, the Darshvi. So you were given at this time superhuman kaisas to create miraculous things that in another generation you really would have had to have done an exemplary of Vaida. And here you are, and you do the simplest things, and you create the greatest miracles. Because it's not really you. Because, of course, the seventh generation is Malchus. Chesed. Malchus is transparent. Malchus is transparent. It goes through you, not by you. That's the, the key statement in the world of healing, Lahabdil. 
the work, the healing work that you do should go through you, not by you. Not you're the one who does it, but it's done through you and your transparent conduit. So you're being given the ability to be a transparent conduit for Hashem's magnificent, miraculous work by being in, here having been chosen for this generation. So here's the question. Bringing the Shekhinah all the way down, as Maish Rabbeinu did, and then he empowers us to do it, is for what purpose? Hashem wants to be here in this world. He's building a house in this world. You know, here we are up here in Monticello, and we go walking on the streets, and we see, oh, somebody else is building a house, and somebody else, they have the bulldozers, and they're plowing the land, and they're, they're clearing the land, and they're building a house, and they're building a house. You watch the house being built. Hashem is building his house, and he said, I want to be here. Brand new, fresh, beautiful, incredible house. Down here in this kind of, um, you know, when I was looking here, that house is right, right behind them is like the drug dealers. Why do they want to be there? But obviously the drug dealers are going to leave that are behind their house. Maybe they don't know there are drug dealers there. <laughs> but... The Kedusha is going to push out the, the unholiness. And the rock and roll music stuff and all that is going to go. It's going to be gone because that beautiful new holy home is being built. So that's an example that gives us a taste of what Hashem is doing down here in this world. He's saying, build it for me and I will be in this world. This world that doesn't seem very holy right now, I want to be here. So how do we bring the Shekhinah down permanently? So of course we know that Hashem gave us, Hashem gave us Matan Tyra, Maishar Benu brought us the Tyra, brought the Shekhinah all the way down here, and then was the command, build a Mishkan, and build a Mikdash. And those terms on some level are interchangeable. And the main Nakoda here is, the kunt here is, the tool is, when you're building this mishkan, which will be Hashem here permanently, he's not leaving anymore. That's it. He is not leaving anymore. He left seven times. He's not leaving anymore. So the way you need to, to do it to keep Hashem here permanently forever is to make Krushim um, beams for the Mishkan and the beams are made out of Ateshitim acacia wood, Ateshitim and they're standing because the letters of Keresh the beam show on a style of Avaita and the point of this Avaita has to be made out of Ateshitim Shus wildness, craziness, just a Kedusha. It's an Avaita that's way higher than something you can understand. And that's the way you fix the Shitim, the Shtus de la That's how you fix the Shtus of this world. When we say Shtus of this world, especially when we're in the Yertavshin Pei base, we're learning the Maimur of Tavshin Chaf base and the Maimur of Tavshin Mem base. In 20 years, uh, is it 40 years later? Oh, man, base 82. Yeah, is it 40 years later? Uh-huh. I can't remember my math. We're in the year of plus 
Bacol, Appella is also that kind of similar energy. It's not something that makes sense to you. It's not easy to understand. Appella is a miracle that, what? How is that possible? That's a miracle? doesn't look like a miracle. How? It's very inexplicable. It's a very high-level energy that you have to have very special eyes to pick it up and perceive it. You're in the middle of a miracle and you don't recognize a miracle. Because it's as Younger people say, it's just so weird. It's weird. It's strange. It's not not straight, conservative, plain, old energy. So the whole of idea is, as we said, Shtustagotusha, because we have a powerful enemy. The Shtustalumaseh. Shtustalumaseh is not just, I prefer, you know, arguments about sushi. Some people will say, who cares, just go, eat your sushi, be done with it. There's stuff to do. That's not Shtustalumazeh. Shtustalumazeh is the insanity of the unholy forces of this evil Amalek that fights the final battle against Mashiach Sidkenu by, what do we see what's, what's happening today? Suppressing truth. You own the media, you control the media, you control the pharmaceutical companies, you control the FBI, you control the government, you control everybody with all your money, and anything you don't like, anything that smacks of truth, MS, you make sure you suppress. So what's the shtus? These, as one doctor calls them, psychopaths, sociopaths, think that they will win. They will succeed. They understand they're in the middle of a war. And we understand it's Milchem Hashem. The Shtus is, they actually think they're going to win. Amalek thinks he's going to win over Mashiach. That's the ultimate insanity. And he thinks that by suppressing, if you put up a video on Facebook that he doesn't like, that Amalek doesn't like, he just shuts down your account. Chachum. That's been tried before. <laughs> All of the Sinai Yisrael who tried to suppress truth, Antiyachas and Achashverosh, and all of these, and part, the more they pushed and said, we'll just suppress truth and keep the Jewish people, the, the ones who were the, 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 carry the torch of truth of Emmas, the Yidden, we'll just suppress their ability to know this stuff. And they figured they would succeed. What were they thinking? They weren't going to succeed. Temporarily, yes. Ultimately, that would be their destruction. The more they tried to, just like Antiochus at the time of Hanukkah, the more he tried to suppress the truth, keep the truth from the Yid, and have us convinced that the Greek culture is the wave of the future and all that stuff, the more we became stronger in truth. A Amalek has a, a, a way of thinking that's total shtus. He thinks he'll succeed. He doesn't understand. He, he can only succeed temporarily. He can only suppress us. He can only take down our videos and te- take down our audios and, and shut out our accounts and all this other stuff and suppress information for so long. And it will come back to bite him. And how will it come back to bite him? The shtus de umazeh is countered by the shtus, the kedusha, the keresh, 
The beams of the Mishkan are the way to destroy the sh- and transform the Shtusel Umazeh of a Malik and all the bad guys in the Nachash HaKadmayim. The beams have to be standing. They're made out of Aseshitim, Shtus wood, so to speak. And it's a very complex, very out-of-the-box Avaida of the Darashvi. Put it in the seventh generation and with the, the seventh Nasi and together with the the moment of building the Mishkan and together with the Nebuah that he needs a Mashiach Ba, Ukvar Ba, put it all together plus plus. And the Shkustalumazah is destroyed. As it says, a person does not do an Avera except if Nichnas by Rosh Shtus. This is the key, shtus. And that fulfills the kavana of Dir And we're the ones who does it, do it. As it says in several places, that by the Yidden doing their ter, our termitras, we affect what we have to affect. And that's why we're called Tivas Hashem, Tivas Havaya. As it says in Parshish Bayes. When we came out of slavery, which right now we're being pushed into a slavery, and when we came out of slavery to receive the Taira, we came out with the name Siva Sabaya, Siva Sashem, for three reasons. And this will be the main point that we're going to conclude with. Siva Sabaya means three things. Sava. Sava means soldier. We are the soldiers who fulfill the Ratan of Melech Malchay and Lachim Akadish Barhu. We are the soldiers. Hashem gives us the command and we are the foot soldiers. And because we're so one with Hashem, we can trust Him implicitly and know following His commands brings us greater safety, greater freedom greater liberty, greater expansiveness, greater sense, in in fact, a a greater power builds us into leaders. We're not just simple foot soldiers who follow rules. We're the foot soldiers who become the leaders of the world, the lamplighters of the world. So Tzava is for three reasons. Tzava Hashem. One, because we're the soldiers. And Sava also means a specific time, a limited amount of time. What does that mean? As it says, a person has a limited amount of time on the earth. It shows on a certain kind of a vaida in which we do a mitzvah in a way of in a certain time frame and a certain place. Mitzvahs are very specific. Do it this now, in this place, this amount, this measure, etc. That's the second meaning of Sava. A limited, very distinctive limitation of time. Light Shabbos candles now, not in an hour, etc. So Tzava means soldier. Tzava means the mitzvahs are done in a very specific, limited time place. And Tzava means the last thing, Tivyan, beauty that comes from putting together many different colors. When you build a home, 
you have a decorator, you may think that blue goes here and put, you know, how about if we have the gray stones over here on the wall and then next to them we put this this color is that. But the decorator, if she's a good decorator, knows what goes with what, what's too much, what's too little, what's over, what's a little tacky already, and what's very, you know, very beautiful blend. She, she hopefully, my decorator is like that. And you can build something magnificent. Hashem is building a new home. And when he builds a new home, he has a palette of colors. He's the builder. He's the contractor. He's also the decorator. And when he builds and decorates his home, he has a palette of colors. And I'm going to say that the colors on that palette are you, 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 me, 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 you, 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 all of us. Each of us is a different color and a different shade on that palette. And Hashem very, very brilliantly, carefully puts together this perfect blend of colors in a way to build the perfect dear Batasin, the perfect home for himself. Which means that you go somewhere, you go, you get on a bus, and you happen to have sat down next to a certain person. Or you happen to have not sat down, and you're standing in a certain place. Everything is exact. Where you're standing, where you're sitting, where you're driving, when, what. Because Hashem is blending together in the most incredible way the colors. All of this. Who's going to meet whom? Who's going to see whom? When you will be at this corner a minute later, a minute before? Which seat in the car will you sit next to? Did you did you walk out a minute before the rain started, a minute after the rain started? Everything is exact. A blend of circumstances. A blend of neshamas. A blend of colors on Hashem's palette for him to build the most perfect home for himself through us, through our Avaida in this world. And this is So the Avaita is done by us being blended together. And this, and here we conclude, and this completes the union of the Asuli Mikdash Vishikanti Bisaikam in every detail. This completes that Hashem says, You build me a Mikdash, and I will dwell within you in all details of Avaida. As it comes, as it comes through the Jewish people down here. So we say, Hashem, we're ready for this home. It's exciting to be the, the colors that are blended on this palette. And we look forward to meeting with you in full joy in the Gula Mita in the Basin of Ignition now.